and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I am Nick Axelrod-Welk, joined by Annie Kriegbaum, I should mention. Well, say hi, please, if you want hi. to. Hi. Hi, it's me, Annie, if any, anyone uninitiated into that very <laughs> niche inside joke. Diamond. Diamond Kriegbaum. My name is not Diamond. <laughs> um, we had a very sweet producer from a podcast that we are going to appear on very shortly, um, kindly ask Annie if she preferred to be referred to as Diamond <laughs> or as Annie, and um, we had a little chuckle over that. You can't be too careful. I have thought about what it would be like to change my name at this point in my life and career. It'd be kind of amazing. That is what married women, Not I'm, this is not an allusion to me getting married, but that is what married people do, I guess. Yeah, you like totally change your, I mean, I guess I did. Did you send out a blast email saying I will here to forth be known as Nick Axelrod-Welk? <laughs> no, and also like professionally, I'm still known as Nick Axelrod. I just feel I feel like especially as a journalist or anyone who's in media, like you know, your byline is your is your lifeline. I wanted a pen name when I started writing, but um, they published my first article without. Even, I don't know, I thought there would be like a process where they follow up with you and they say like, so what do you want here? <laughs> like, what, <laughs> you know? now, what last name would you like to use? Does not Kriegbaum. Uh, Kriegbaum, listen, does it, it's, it's such not a the mouthful. most poetic. It's a mouthful. It, it's, and German, it, what's funny, it's, it's the most German name. It's a very harsh, it's a harsh, it's a harsh last name. It, but what I like about it is when you hear Kriegbaum, you're not expecting you. Really? Well, what are you expecting? Yeah. Like a... Man? You're expecting, you know, like a a, a person, well, like a, no, like a person who like works in a you know beer hall or what? something. Nick, I don't that's know. So Just mean. like, uh, but uh, why? Because it's a German name. It means war tree. Exactly. What is a war tree? I don't know, but I knew a girl in college whose last name was Six Killer, and I was so jealous. <laughs> I thought that was such a cool last name. Six killer, and it's because her her like ancestor killed six people. <laughs> no, six killer, six s i x killer, one word. And it was because an ancestor had killed six people, and 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 when she went through Ellis Island, they were like, I guess we'll just call you six killer. Uh, I don't. know. It could have been after Ellis. I I I don't actually don't know the backstory, but I I was imagining it was in like the wild wild west days, like. Hmm. Got I, it. But. Do you think that they would have done that in the old country? Then, mm. like, you're a six killer now. No, I mean, I know that all the names like, you know, Silver or Goldstein and all of that were all related, I think, to, like, the professions that people, you know, like, back in the old country, like, things like that Baker people did. Baker and, yeah. Exactly. And Smith. Porter and Smith. Yes, no, Smith was the one I was thinking of. Like, yeah, a lot of Smiths because everyone was, like, a, like you know, metalsmith or a... You know, or or it would be like your dad's Smith. first name, so you'd be like Peterson. I always thought it was very oh strange. really, or or like or it's Offred, isn't that what um, they are in The Handmaid's Tale? Speaking of which, I have been made fun of in the last couple of weeks by a few friends because I've just discovered Euphoria. It's a little TV show on a channel that could called HBO. I just started. I had never watched it. I got turned off by the first episode. It was just like too tragic. It caught me at a moment where I was like depressed and anxious, and I was like, I don't need to see like high school kids like getting fucked in like dirty motels. Like I don't know. It just like felt like dep- like sad. 
and like tragedy porn. So I like never continued on past the first episode. I finally did. And <laughs> I'm like, this is the most, this is the best show ever. It's like the, it's the most creative, you know, like television making, movie making that I've seen in a really long time. The casting, Jennifer Vendetti did. Just the way that it's shot and the way that they use like cinematic techniques to like add or like increase like emotional tenor of like certain scenes and I think also the casting of like both street casting mixed with a little bit of you know uh, mainstream casting Jennifer Vendetti the casting director in New York who came from fashion but is now I think really well known as a film and TV casting director did all the New York casting. I think she cast Barbie Ferreira and Hunter Schaefer, or at least found, you know, submitted them. Um, I could be wrong, but, uh, it's just like incredible. Hunter Schaefer is incredible in it. She like is an incredible actress. Jacob Elordi. Yes. Like he's hot, but more so than that. Have you watched it? The show? No. See, we're like the last people you should watch it. Jacob Elordi is acting so much without saying a lot, which I think is hard if you're a very experienced actor, but to be a very young actor and do that is, I don't know. I, I, I was very skeptical about it because I felt like it was a rich kid sort of fetishizing middle-class America and like the sort of depraved lives of teens in in the middle class. But now that I've actually watched it, I'm not just talking about something I don't know about. I, have I'd like totally in love with all the actors and the and the characters, um, and apparently season two. I'm only almost done with season one, but apparently season two is even better. So I have even more to like look forward to. Amazing! I too have been watching, consuming, but films. I'm just been on like a movie marathon. What? 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 Like what? What? What do you watch? <sighs> so many. Um, well, I watched Black Swan again for the first time in a long time. Okay, Black Swan. Black Swan, watched that. I watched all the classics, like Clock... Everyone that, like, when you meet, like, a film guy on a date, every, when, and he's like, what are your favorite movies? And he, then his favorites are, like, And his favorite movies Orange, are, like, Clockwork Orange. The Shining. Watched Misery. <laughs> I love... I per, Misery is a personal favorite of mine. Um, Kathy Bates, right? Yeah, and her name's Annie in the movie. <laughs> Cape Fear uh, with Juliette Lewis is also a favorite. Nick Nolte... De Niro. I wa- I've watched all of the contemporary horror movies. What else? Like meaning like the one with me, the Mia Goth one? Oh, yes. Well, I mean, I love Mia Goth, so I've seen all, the, all of her. She's, she's queen. She's it. She's mother. She's mother. <laughs> she gives. She's gives. giving, she's giving slays upon she slays. doesn't take. The house down. And, oh, but I did watch the movie, um, have you heard of the movie Swallow? No. Oh my God, you have to see it. It's like so stylistically like shot, but the story is very, it's really simple, but very unique. Um, it's about a young housewife that gets pregnant and develop, and you know how pregnant women, when they crave nutrients, they start eating things that they shouldn't. It's called, it's called pika, yep. I think. So well, like eating cigarettes. It's like my strange addiction too. Right, exactly. So the main character has Pika and she's pregnant. And so that's the setup. I'll say no more, but it's beautiful. It's like, 
very um oh you know what my other favorite movie right now is is ex machina oh i mean alicia vikander and that is incredible and oscar isaac so good um i think that given what you're watching right now you would like euphoria it, it it's very groundbreaking or not maybe groundbreaking it's like very it's beautiful it's just beautiful and apparently i was listening to barbie ferreira's armchair expert interview this week and they take about a month and a half six weeks to shoot an episode which for context is longer than some entire film shoots i mean even like you know major film shoots i'm just not ready to go back to high school yeah but high school's changed I don't know. Mine was pretty. It's not for every everything that they cover in the show. It sounds pretty like table stakes. Like similar. <laughs> well, I mean, I was you once. I was you in that I was giving my opinion about Euphoria without having watched it, and now having started to watch it and really get into it, like it's just more like the the acting. The kids are really good, and basically, you know, Zendaya was the only one who had true experience, and otherwise, it's just. You know, Barbie Ferreira was an American apparel model and a curve model and is is really amazing. Sydney Sweeney, you know, all the all the good ones. Jacob Elordi. Did you see the picture, meanwhile, of Jacob Elordi holding a women's Bottega bag, like on a coffee run? No, I didn't. Is this new? I yeah. don't keep up so, with the uh, Jacob Elordi uh, candidates, but... You don't? Know. So a lot of people sent me this picture as if, like, I should be obsessed with it. And here's what I have to say. Either he doesn't have the inherent style and swagger to like pull off the bag that he's wearing or he it looks like he's just holding he's like meeting kaya gerber is it no who does he date now does he date uh, kaya gerber I, oh i, I don't know because she's olivia jade? Elvis, I which think, i also I think saw olivia jade <laughs> oh that's yeah i couldn't get through elvis i tried no baz Luhrmann is like <laughs> such a goofball <laughs> i know it's so goofy <laughs> I don't know that this is his bag. I mean, if it is, who cares? I don't, it doesn't look like his bag. And everyone's like, isn't that like, are you obsessed? Because I guess I seem like the kind of person who would be obsessed with him wearing this bag. I just don't think it's his bag. It's, uh, it's too much of a women's bag. As, as I said to my friend who sent it to me, Justin Bieber would never be caught dead wearing this bag. Right. So Justin Bieber is your, where you Justin draw the Bieber, line. Is, In terms well, of experimental men's, yeah, he well, he's my like style. I mean, I think he just the way he puts things to, puts things together and like always just like he can he can pull things off like a pink fur jacket that somehow doesn't feel like flamboyant. It doesn't feel performative. Like I and Timothy Chalamet is my other one. I loved Timothy Chalamet and his little halter. The backless, that ugh, incredible, and it didn't feel like he was performing it. Do you know what I mean? It felt like it, he was supporting Hyder Ackerman, his friend, and was like wearing something cool. It just felt very like either you have style or you don't. Agreed or disagree? Right? Exactly. Did you hear that? Timmy, Timmy, and Kylie are together. I just saw that on Dumois. It's made the rounds in my text messages. But what does together mean? Who knows? Who knows? It's, it is like slut season right now out there. Everybody's dating yeah. everybody. Um, I just don't know what, like, what does together mean at this point? Like, she has two kids and lives in, Cal- in like, Hidden Hills. Like, I don't know, like, it's not like 
he's fathering her. He's like being the dad to her kids. Like, what does together mean? They're like, have gone on a couple dates. I don't know. They like, he comes over and they like watch movies in his, in her like movie theater. <laughs> like, I, I, bet I don't they, know. I bet they come over, they go through the kitchen, they go through like the snacks, they get little snacks and then they go to like the big theater room or they sit outside and watch the sunset. And then they go to like the arcade. And then they take an Uber to Nobu. Oh, totally. They're Ubering to Nobu, like a black car. I think that there's, I think that there's an Uber that normal people don't get. Like I can't even sign up if I wanted to. Like Uber, what would you call it? I don't know, but Uber Obsidian. uh, I actually did know the name at one point, and I looked it up because I was like, "Wait, I if I want a nice car, like because you, I know there's Uber Black, right? Is that what the? Okay, that's not this. It's something different. Oh, so you're saying that this actually exists? It's not mythical. It's yes, yes. And I've been sent. There's an Uber level for celebrities. I think it's called Lux. No, it's for rich, rich, rich people. And I, I tried to download it and I can't do it. Or I tried to like select it as an option. And it's like, eh, eh, it's like, eh. I checked my credit score. It's like, you're not pre-qualified to get it. It was like, so, sweetie, you live in a studio. Okay. Cause like I'm used to getting Teslas in LA and Ubers, but yeah. not in New York. And then. No, in New York, it feels like you're really just in someone's car. Well, also in LA, it In LA, too. it feels like, like you're like, in someone's car. Yeah. You're like, is this, this doesn't feel like it should be legal. But there's just a lot of out of work, like, I don't know, software Actors, engineers that drive Teslas. You just don't, you never ask some, you never tell someone what you do in LA in an Uber and you never ask what, what they also do besides driving Ubers. I just feel Wait, like Wait, so it's... here's the story. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about me and Alexis Page in an Uber in LA? No. Because it's exactly what you just are talking about. It was when um, every time you turn on the radio or like a commercial came on, the Uptown Funk song came on, the Bruno <laughs> okay. Mars. And so, of course, we're like in this Uber and Uptown Funk starts playing and Alexis is talking <laughs> about Bruno Mars. <laughs> what a weird guy he is. <laughs> She's just kind of ragging on I, him. I think he's an and incredible then, <clears throat> entertainer. And I think, I think it was more of a frustration around how ubiquitous this and annoying this song was. Mm-hmm. The Uber driver turns around. I kid you not, splitting image of Bruno Mars. And he goes, that's my cousin. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and was just like excited that we were talking about his cousin, but didn't acknowledge that like the things that we were saying. Uh, you can never be too careful. <laughs> I loved it. Anyway. I think we should get into beauty, into the beauty news of the week. Okay, let's do it. I feel like the biggest piece of news of the last three weeks or however long we've been away has been the acquisition of the brand Aesop, Australian beauty brand, skincare, hair care, the ubiquitous um, poo drops. What else do they have? Hand soap, the hand soap that defines a restaurant's cool factor um, by L'Oreal for almost $2.5 billion, or at least that was the valuation that is being thrown around. Snaps for Aesop. Snaps, Snaps for Aesop. What is interesting is it is, it's the largest mergers and acquisition move that L'Oreal has made ever. And it valued Aesop at more than $2.5 billion. This is according to Women's Wear Daily. And according also to Women's Wear Daily, the sales for last year for Aesop were five hundred and seventy. Sorry, five hundred and thirty-seven million dollars. I didn't realize that it was a half a billion dollar business. I mean, you have to imagine sales went up during COVID because 
I got, I got to say, a nice hand wash really makes you want to wash your hands. Like, it does. Oh, Same so with face wash. Was that, yeah. Well, I, not just that. I mean, I'm, I was shocked. There's two in my fucking neighborhood. I, like, I thought I was, like, going They have so many nuts. stores. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I think it's a really cool brand. I don't know a single person who uses anything other than, you know, the body, like, the hand wash and the body wash. Straight guys um, use the skincare. Straight guys use the They skincare. do? Yeah, they do. Interesting. They found they found the hole in the market. <laughs> yeah, they somehow got Maybe, in there. That makes sense. And the other thing that made sense to me is L'Oreal owns Kiehl's, and to me, Aesop is the new Kiehl's, and they know how to take a business like that and bring it to China. Like they did it with Kiehl's, you know. Like they know how to massify it, bring it to, you know, travel retail, which is putting them in uh, airports and train stations and things like that. So to me, that seemed like it, it's a playbook that they know. You know what I mean? It's a retail brand. It's not a D2C brand. They have their own shops, but so did Kiehl's, though I think Kiehl's is much younger than Aesop is when they were acquired. Really? I thought Kiehl's had yeah. the whole, like, from since 1820. <laughs> I mean, that was like the, the first pharmacy, I think, was from that. But I like Kiehl's was acquired by L'Oreal in the year 2000. I just thought that was interesting. Congratulations, Aesop. That's huge. Where are they? They're they're Australian, right? Yeah, based in Melbourne. What I think is interesting about this is that a lot of people who start beauty brands don't necessarily think about creating a brand or building a brand with an eye towards like how who would acquire it. Like how are you getting out of the brand, right? And I think, you know, you you look at the strategic players. L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, Unilever, P&G. And you have to understand, like, see what kind of businesses do they know how to, to like, what, what do they know how to do? They know how to take something and either bring it into a new environment, like a new sales channel. So, like, you know, taking something from Nordstrom and bringing it into Sephora or bringing it into a travel retail, which is the duty-free shops or you know, taking a Sephora brand and bringing it to China and Tmall. But, um, and so you kind of want to, you want to build your beauty brands so that there is something that a strategic player can, can easily do to make the money back that they're spending to buy you, right? So like with Aesop, what they did very smartly was like they opened a bunch of little stores, like small, small footprint stores, but you know, good penetration, good awareness in Europe and in the U.S. and obviously in Australia, but they they haven't penetrated China. And so a L'Oreal can say, okay, we're really good at, you know, infiltrating China and we can take this brand and we can, you know, basically make our money back in X number of years on the acquisition. And so it was sort of a no-brainer, though it seems like a lot of money for that brand. Aesop is super mass. And they're also, it's apparently pronounced Aesop. So here we go. There we go. There we go. Nick, we were discussing before we started recording that it's been a slow news. How long has it been since we've recorded? <laughs> a month? It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. And I imagine since that time, both of us have purchased quite a few things. So should we just get into a product of the past four weeks? Yes. Hold on, I have one more little news bit. I don't have any context for it, but it is that Sephora, this is according to Business of Fashion, Sephora has struck a deal with Zappos to sell 
Sephora product, like beauty products through Zappos.com. Random. <laughs> Can you get weird, points? That's right? <laughs> weird. Can you combine? I know. Well, I think it just shows that like this idea of omni channel of really being wherever consumers are is more important than like retailer brand. So Sephora is like realizing that it's not just about someone having the Sephora experience. It's about someone being able to get Sephora products or they're like edit of products wherever they shop for beauty. But would you shop for beauty on Zappos? I guess Zappos. I guess if you're. I it guess it used to be just you're shoes. shopping, but now there's like clothes and accessories. Okay. I I don't spend a ton of time on Zappos. It's also owned by Amazon, which is interesting. Mm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very interesting. If you think about like the the competition that Amazon has been to Sephora. I'll make my way to Zappos if I can't find my size in an Uggs Ultra Mini on the Uggs website. Same. Yeah. Yep. And Ultra Mini, they'll, I mean, the problem is that, with, and the great thing about Zappos is, and I think this was like one of the founders, like big things was like taking out all the friction of like returns. So like they would offer free, like overnight shipping and free returns. And it was just like very easy. They were like the first, I remember like the first e-commerce brand to like really just make it easy. Yeah. And they're obsessed with the product videos where they show you every yeah. detail of the shoe. You know who doesn't make it that easy? So I guess this is segueing into product of the week. But I, as you know, occasionally will go on like a binge on Sephora.com or Ulta.com just to like try a bunch of things. And I did a binge on Sephora of like a bunch of makeup. I'm like going to try to get into makeup. Not like, you know, mascara, but like a brow pomade and um, some like contouring and bronzing products. So there was one little milk makeup. um, It's like maybe like an inch and a half or two inches tall, like little chubby stick that's supposed to be like a contour stick. that you Yeah, it used to be like the size of a deodorant and they sized it down. That that used to be their travel size. Really? Yeah, Reddit was up in arms about it. It's crazy. Okay, so I'm up in arms too. So I, it like looks bigger on the website. I get it. It's, it was like $30. It's not cheap and it's tiny. I roll it up to try to use it and the, the product breaks off. And it's not like Sephora doesn't make it easy to like get your money back or to return it. Like they're like, you can, I'm like, am I really going to go to the post office like with this tiny inch long thing to like return it for like, it's like too much drive over to Century City. I guess I could like go return it in store, but I just, I, I was not impressed. It didn't feel frictionless. I was like, Mm. this feels like something where like it's their bad. So they should just let me like keep it and, and give me my money back. Don't you think? Yeah, it's tough. I cosmetics returns because you really can't sell the product anymore. So, I mean, at Glossier, it's like, they'll just tell you to keep it. But if you do, you know, if you abuse the system, uh, yeah, you feel, like you know. you're, it's on your record, so like they'll know if you're like yeah. doing this for everything. And a but lot of times, I wonder like, if you reach out if they'll make you send it back. Yeah, I guess I should try. That'd be a good test. <laughs> I know that like maybe you with, should try it before you complain. Well, well, no, like with brands like that I've worked on, you can, two options are you can either say keep it or you can you have to like basically. Employ a whole other like receiving channel that like people can send 
and you like just you dispose of it because you can't resell something that's a, a cosmetic product or a skincare product that someone else is potentially all to used. spite that customer that didn't have a good experience. Right. I mean, I would always. I mean, I as you know ran the um, customer service for Necessaire for like ten <laughs> months, and I would just like tell everyone to keep everything and to give it to a friend if they didn't like the scent or something like that. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the right thing to do. No um, okay, limit waste. But what have you bought? Oh, do you want me to go grab it so you can see? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell a little story um, why you go do that. So Pia Arobio, now known as Pia Baroncini, is an old friend of mine from back in the fashion days. She had Instagrammed about this supplement called Fatty 15. It is a fatty acid supplement that uh, the packaging says is, quote, essential to replenishing and strengthening cells. Of course, the statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, but anyway, Pia posted about it. And Did you I just hawk did... vitamins while I stepped away for <laughs> Well, no, I'm like seconds. talking about it. So, and it was, I, this doesn't happen that often, but Pia like posted about it and I was like, I need to try Fatty 15. Like she, and I DM'd her, I like replied to her post and I was like, does this, is this legit? And she was like, I'm obsessed with it. And so I've gotten into this fatty acid supplement called Fatty 15. I take it every day. And I can't tell you whether it's quote unquote working, but I can tell you that it's not not working. Like I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting as much sleep as I would have without two children. And I do feel like it's kind of, I feel more, I feel better than I thought I'd feel. Let's come back to the sleep topic because we do need to compare our our aura Mm -hmm. results. Mm -hmm. Um, But first I wanted to share, I realized, I think I'm doing some like inner child work because I definitely, I think that this purchase was a self-soothing mechanism, but I went, I walked all the way to the Mac store in Macy's in Herald Square because there there aren't a lot of freestanding Mac stores anymore. And I bought the palette and I did filled it with the singles that I wanted I did like a whole single I made my own single shadow palette custom palette yeah and it has how long did that process take 15 it has 15 shadows wow and the really Mac does you know how obsessed I am with individual shadows but um I just couldn't I couldn't choose just one so I did end up building a palette but um the formula is just so, so superior to any other pressed shadows. You just have to do it for yourselves. Um, and it, the, I will say the one drawback is I can't see the shade names. Once they're in the palette, they're in there. And I'm sure there's a way I can pop it out, but I can't find it right now. Um, otherwise, I would tell you guys what I bought, but... A lot of dusty because I went in wanting like a like dusty pastelli denim teal denim because I because I saw like a eyeshadow look look I really liked and then I walked away with fifteen. Does that mean that blue eyeshadow is back? Why? Because I went out and bought some. Yeah, you were like feeling. That's usually how it works. I'm, I try to be the first to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I haven't, and I actually haven't even used it yet. So I'll let everyone know how it goes. Um, 
Okay, but, but I it was really it was therapeutic to sit there and unpack every little envelope with a little pan and put it in and decide how I wanted them ordered and it it, it allowed you to feel control and to create some order in a in a chaotic in a world in which yeah exactly yep. you feel out of control. That's inc- that's so true. Yes, and it, and I lived out my my preteen fantasy of being able to go into the Mac store and fill the biggest palette. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I'm 33. Um, that sounds fun. Okay. My product is, and I think I talked about this brand um, before, but it's the facialist to Haley Bieber. Biba. Biba. What's Biba? Did I not talk to you about this? What? No. Okay. Is that how his Biba Los like Angeles. B- her name is Biba de Souza, and oh, allegedly. I thought you were sh- saying that Bieber was not the correct pronunciation. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, I think I did talk about her um, before. She has a face wash called the Mandelic Scrub. It's for gentle AHA exfoliation. Twenty four dollars. Um, it has little like granules, exfoliating beads that I don't believe are... Wait, what's um, the brand? It's called Biba D'Souza. She's a facialist in Los Angeles. It is a six-ounce thing of mandelic acid scrub for $24. There's currently a sale. You can save 25% off. And it's for face and body, which I you know, te- usually find to be a little suspect, but I have been really feeling like I wanted a physical exfoliant um, for my face and my, and I'm like lazy in a lot of ways. I know I I'm a, love beauty, but I'm kind of lazy and um, I love a physical and a chemical exfoliant in one and let alone the idea that I could apply it to both my back or my arms or wherever I have like bumpy or red blotchy skin and my face. My one call, and I really like it. It makes you, it's not super stripping, but it definitely makes you, it's like when you want a deeper uh, cleanse. It does have peppermint oil in it, so it's slightly, you know, cooling on your skin, which I know some people don't like. Um, But I'm, I love it. And I like whatever Haley Bieber's doing. And I think I did. I have talked about this brand before because it's just really good. Um, but I, I talked, I think, before about the cream barrier, which was it's like this super it's basically like putting, you know, like a cream Vaseline on your face. It's like mm. rubber face. Delicious. Um, but that's a little bit more intense. The Mandelic Acid Face Wash is a really good deal at $24 for six ounces of it. Yeah, their prices are. Oh wait, let's see. Are pretty the good. Bar- the barrier, the barrier cream is ninety five dollars. That's the one that I think I talked about last time. One point seven ounces. Oof. Yeah, I mean it lasts a long time because you don't need a lot because it's so intense. It literally oh feels gosh. like you're putting like a rubber mask. Uh, it yeah. feels like when you're applying it, it feels like a rubber mask, and it's very. It's definitely what's the word that like what like glycerin and hyaluronic acid are when they're like drawing humectants. Yeah, it definitely feels like you're like sealing in. It feels like a seal. Have you tried their lip treatment? No. Oof, I'm about to go ham on this Biba stuff. Yeah, it's worth trying. I do need a new moisturizer. I really do. Okay, I have a moisturizer for you. Wait. Skin Fix. Okay. 
Go on. This, the, the main skin fix peptide moisturizer, I was on Sephora during my haul, and I it's like the highest rated moisturizer on Sephora, and it comes in like a jumbo size for like 70 bucks, 80 bucks, and it's great. It's not too oily. It's not too mattifying. It feels like it feels good. It absorbs quickly. I really like it. Have you tried Vanna Cream's moisturizer? No. I wonder how similar it is. The textures look very similar. Is that the one that comes in like a pump, like with a pump with a tub? <laughs> yeah. That's, I just don't know if I can handle that like dispensing mechanism. I mean, when I was in Mexico City, I got a travel size of like CeraVe basic moisturizer and my face has never, had never been clearer. Oh, and I got... Really? Yes. And I got some hyaluronic acid salicylic serum. Because Sophie Pavitt was like, you just need sal acid. Who's Sophie Pavitt? Sophie Pavitt. Oh, there's some beauty news. She's like, um, she's a facialist. She has a, her studio's in Chinatown. And she just launched her own line of products, actually. But she's like, every like celeb goes to her now. Like she's like the, the guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And her specialty is clearing acne and coaching people through like what products that they need to clear their acne. And I was telling her I had all this... I was telling her about my skin and she was just like, it's just cell acid. You just need cell acid, which is so annoying to hear. So annoying to yeah. hear. Something so simple. It's like when, when they're was, like... She was right. Yeah. And they're like, just use Cetaphil. Yeah, no, that's a joke. Cetaphil face wash is like the biggest scam. I think it only works for like the girls with like paper white skin that like don't have pores and are like permanently matte. It just doesn't feel like it's a cleanser. It just feels like you're literally putting semen on your face what are you using to like remove would, your makeup you're not benefit. using the scrub are you nothing i go to sleep with it nick when do you wash your face in the shower in the morning well, no you need something to i think you're you i'm now just realizing that you're right i'm right about <laughs> like if i'm wearing a half face of makeup, if i'm wearing like a found like a bb cream and some bronzer and some contour i probably should be removing it at night right yeah you should you should definitely be doing that <laughs> <laughs> what should i use well, regardless, you should be washing your face at night. No, that won't happen. Are you serious? I mean, I had like you can't the, just the wash your face. Of time, you, no, it's like the, the with what bare minimum. Anything. Get like the Neutrogena little glycerin bar. Get something. But here's my thing about washing your face: the sink area gets so wet. Your shirt gets wet. Like everything around you gets wet. I you think I haven't been getting been a- all of my belongings wet since I've been <laughs> like 12 years old. Like this and is I just, par for the course. That's horrible. That's a horrible thing that we all like just think is normal to have to deal with is like just being soaking wet and like having your sink be soaking wet and like pools of like tepid, like standing water for mosquitoes to breed around. Like just because you want to wash your face at night. I Every night I go to bed and I'm like, I wish I just had like a makeup removing wipe <laughs> they exist are those, are, are those still exist. canceled what does your conscience tell you yes that they're canceled i mean look i think you should do what makes you what works for you nick i really do i mean the question is like the best makeup removing solution the best makeup removing solution is the one that you use right that is that's correct yes so I did hear, was it on this podcast or somewhere else, that Patrick Starr, the influencer, and he, he has that brand at, one that was at Sephora, One Size. Apparently, they have amazing makeup removing wipes. He also put micellar water in a spray bottle, which I don't know why Genius. nobody thought of that before. 
fucking genius. They but apparently the wipes, they're like extra big. Maybe I'm going to buy those right now. Well, you don't need an extra big one. You're barely wearing any makeup. And you're a tiny, you're a tiny little petite little bird. True. There's, oh, the, the, the Patrick Star go-off makeup dissolving mist? Yeah. Yeah. It's so smart oh, because you really, I mean, it's so much more effective when you can hold down micellar water on your face for several seconds before wiping. You can't just go in and start wiping, you know. But okay, so can I ask you a question then? Yes. If I'm lazy with my nighttime skin routine, aka I don't do one, what um, product would you recommend that like I could use? Wash your face? Yeah. Um, I'm not doing a double cleanse. The Chanel Brightening Cleanser. It's so nice. Okay. It's it's the same effect as like the Aesop hand wash where it smells good. Chanel LeBlanc. Yes. Intense brightening foam cleanser. Yes. Okay. It feels like a down comforter on your face. It's so nice. Oof. Getting it. Anything else I need from the Chanel website while we're at it? What else is going on on that Chanel.com? <sighs> Nothing. You can buy Ocator on Chanel. Oh, you can't buy it. You can, you just, can look just look at, look at the show. It. <laughs> um, do you have any other products of the week? I <laughs> of the month, so to speak. I bought a Nespresso fo- milk foamer. Does that count? Yeah, life changing. I'm saving like seven dollars a day on lattes now, or I get I get cappuccinos. But I think what I'm making now is a latte. But you can just press a button and it'll foam up the milk for you. You don't even have to have an espresso machine. So I've been really into. And- uh, and then there's a little shop next to me that sells, it looks like it's from a Harry Potter movie. You walk in and it's like a little like cabinet of curiosities type place that sells loose leaf tea. So I bought all this like really incredible chai tea. So I've been making chai tea lattes at home. Okay. I'm into that. And where do you, what, which specific foamer do you get? The newest one. Because you can just put it in the dishwasher, too. You can just take it off its, like, um, little base and put it all in the dishwasher. <sighs> Obsessed. How much is it? Like $120. So it pays for itself after, I've, like, two spe- weeks of not buying coffees. There you go. Um, speaking of which, I will say it once. I've said it, I've said it once, and I'm say it again. Cometeer coffee pods, which are, like, the frozen coffee concentrate that it's, like, a mail-order thing is life-changing it's better than like coffee at a coffee shop i think and my husband thinks too and everyone i've turned on to it is obsessed with it too cometeer c-o-m-e-t-e-e-r cometeer they must be blowing up and everything comes in aluminum no they have like really dark roast but you could basically have it be espresso if you just didn't add as much water like it's it's concentrate so you just add as much water as as the intensity you desire Ugh, i always get nervous when the only like shop option on a website is instead of just add to cart it's start here yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's never it's never good when it starts with like here you have to start like, here's a process that you need to sign up for <laughs> i don't want i don't need another process you have to be home because they're they have to deliver it in like an iced iced box and everything don't they yeah but it's in uh dry ice so it like lasts hours you know what i'm gonna next time I'm in l.a Remind me. You're going to try it. I'll I'll try try some at your place. I feel like we're about out of time and we have to talk about 
aura ring. So I think we should talk about that next week because I have to go to a Passover Seder. It is the it is a high holy day, isn't? I think today I think Passover is a high holy day. Um, but we ha- we're ready to talk about aura ring. I feel like we also kind of gave the headline last episode, which is that we're very interested in the information we're getting. Yeah, we just haven't compared results yet. And I actually... Okay, we're good. All right, yeah, well, I'll save it. I'll save it for next time. Save it, save it, save it. Okay, that was our episode. Eyewitness Beauty is edited by Wes Haas, and you can reach us at Eyewitness Beauty on Instagram, hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com, annie at eyewitnessbeauty.com, nick at eyewitnessbeauty.com. We're going to be here as often as we can. And we love you guys. We miss you guys. Thank We read every single one of your DMs. Actually, while I'm on the topic of that, um, someone had a question for Annie that I said I was going to get the answer for, which is, what is the name? This is We Like to Lounge asks, what is the name of the at-home laser hair removal thingy? Oh, Tria. Tria, T-R-I-A? Yes. And it works. It really works. I'm telling you. Best decision I ever okay, made. And then really, if you have Tria. dark body hair, just it, do that. Never DBH. Never go into a laser salon again. Get a Tria. There you go. Great. Okay. Thanks, Nick. So Until great seeing week. you. Great to see you. You're a little pixelated, but sorry. You look fabulous. Until next time. Bye. Bye.